Thanks for hanging in there. It's Mile High Magazine Sunday morning, and we are continuing. I am Murphy Houston, and joining me now is Monique McCoy from Brent's Place, the Vice President of External Affairs. Monique, welcome to the show. Thank you, Murphy. So good to be with you. Well, it's good to talk about Brent's Place. I love that place. I really appreciate what Ron and Linda have done over there over the years. Isn't it their 25th year? Are we celebrating that? It is. It's our 25th year of compassionate service to families that are experiencing medical crisis. And for those listening that are new to Brent's Place, um, what we do is provide a safe and supportive home away from home for families that have been hit with a medical crisis. So that could be cancer, a um, bone marrow transplant needed, or even now we're doing solid organ transplants, so kidney, liver, and heart transplants. Those families coming from afar find a place of hope and healing at Brent's Place. Well, like I said, it's 25 years, and for those that don't know, let's give a little bit of history because it's a really spectacular story and how this all began and how it's gotten to where it is now. Yeah, so Don and Linda are our founders, and our um, organization's namesake is Brent Ely. When Brent was 13 years old, he was diagnosed with a rare form of pediatric cancer, and at the time, our region did not have a bone marrow transplant center locally. So the Ely family would have gone to the ends of earth to um, save their son, as any parents would, and their journey took them to Iowa City, Iowa, where they could have that bone marrow transplant. After 162 days of a very valiant flight, um, unfortunately, Brent did lose his battle. And the Elys came back um, after being uprooted from their community and really being on their own to find housing for their immune-compromised son. They came back with all of that knowledge and wanted to really direct that to a legacy that could help other families have an easier road when they were hitting medical crisis. And that is how Brent's Place was formed. We started off with just four units, and today we're happy to be able to offer independent living accommodations and wraparound services through 60 units um, and another six hospitality suites. So we have grown tremendously over that 25 years, and it's only been possible through community support. Oh, and indeed, and this community's really grown behind it. And you know, with all the restrictions we've experienced in the last year, you know, wearing masks, disinfecting, social distancing, normal protocols for Brent's Place had to have been affected by that. How have you handled that for two years or over two years, really? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we really are serving some of the most medically vulnerable population among us. So we took safety very seriously from the very beginning of the pandemic and continue to do so. Um, Fortunately, while we have had some COVID cases, we haven't had community spread. We haven't had to interrupt our operations or close down or lock down. Um, And of course, uh, most importantly, we haven't lost anyone to the virus. So we are really happy with that and, and feel very blessed to be able to share that with the community that we've been able to keep our family safe throughout the pandemic. And now we're able to start to unfaze some of those restrictions. Um, and we were able to relaunch our volunteer program this April and are starting to get back to normal. So we're really excited to be able to do that with our events that we have coming up um, and then just welcome our community back because we can't do our work without community support. Oh, absolutely. And talk a little bit of how this works at Brent's Place. Uh, You're not just bringing someone that's ill and leaving them. The family gets involved. The family can stay. So they're close and there's a lot more involved. Can you explain that? Yeah, absolutely. So we 
provide um, independent living accommodations, so apartments um, at now three campuses. Uh, We do that for pediatric families and now also adult families that have found themselves in medical crisis. And so we work with our hospital partners um, to identify what families would be best placed at Brent's Place. And once you're a Brent's Place family, you're always a Brent's Place family. As long as you need our space, um, as long as your medical team says that you you need to be at Brent's Place, you're there. There's no sort of expiration date on, on your stay with us. And while you're staying with us, we have a lot of wraparound services, programming, um, aiding and supporting and respite um, to make sure that your medical journey is well supported um, and that you feel like you have a home when you're at Brent's Place. And you provide all the services they need to stay there. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have safe, clean guidelines to make sure that they're um, safe and, and healthy throughout their journey. We have uh, programming activities and our volunteer um, program, meal support, lots of different things to be able to lean in and walk along families in their medical journey. And they could do their laundry. They could do everything they need to stay close to the people they need to be close to. Absolutely. They have everything right at their disposal. Which takes a lot of pressure off, too, especially if you're coming in from out of town. And I would imagine some of those that are involved with Brent's Place do come from beyond the Denver area. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, we really serve kind of that same seven state region that the Anschutz Medical Campus and some of our other large hospital partners are serving. So we see families. Um, last year, we served families from 17 states and also Iceland. Um, so our reach is, is very broad, and it's really to allow that access to life-saving care that we have, that we're fortunate to have here in the Denver area. So when they come to Denver for whatever medical care, and we have such great medical care in our city, we're so blessed, when they're looking for a place to stay, like the social workers at the various hospitals around the Denver area recommend Brent's Place? Is that how it starts? That's exactly right, Murphy. So all of our um, families are referred through our social workers at our hospital partners. And um, they really know best what families need and what the, they'd make that initial assessment. And then um, they're connected with, with Brent's Place to be able to um, move forward and, and get settled in. Makes it kind of easy. The transition kind of easy, doesn't it, for them? Absolutely. You know, this is a time of such uncertainty. A lot of these diagnoses, you, you find out and you need to start treatment right away. So we try to make those um, first days as comforting as possible. Our families, when they arrive, um, come to a fully furnished and um, stocked apartment, and that includes a week's worth of groceries um, so that they can sustain themselves for that first week. We also provide all of the cleaning supplies so that we can make sure that their area um, stays clean and follows those guidelines so that our community and their family are safe during their stay. And that requires a lot of help besides the people that work for Brent's Place. A lot of volunteers are involved, are they not? Oh, absolutely, Murphy. You know, um, over the years, we have had to suspend our volunteer program over these last two years. Um, But in 2019, over 800 volunteers helped us to do our work. So you can just see how much of community support and those volunteer hours help us to deliver our mission. We, we really can't do that without community support, without generous donations and volunteers donating their time. And knowing the uh, Ely's as I do, I bet they're still very involved, are they not? 
Absolutely. Uh, Linda was at the front desk volunteering yesterday, <laughs> and um, both are still on the board. We continue to uh, you know, press their legacy and their dream forward, um, and they're right there along with us. Well, we're, we're kind of excited because we want to really talk about, too, the big event. July is here, and that's typically when you hold your annual block party event. It's a great community building event. Uh, and what, for two, almost three years, you have not been able to do that, but it's coming back. Yes, absolutely. So after a two-year hiatus, we are thrilled to announce that we're returning the with our annual block party. And this year, because it is our 25th year of compassionate service, we are giving it a little birthday bash twist. So people can come out to enjoy a free community carnival as well as a fun walk through the Anschutz Medical Campus on July 23rd. We'll be kicking off at 9 a.m. and going to 1 um, and it's just going to be a really great all abilities, all ages um, party for us to celebrate with our community. Um, and again, that's going to be on Saturday, July 23rd at the Anschutz Medical Campus. Well, I've had the pleasure of emceeing that event for many, many years prior to COVID, and it is a good time. Are the pancake people back is what I need to know right now. <laughs> Absolutely. So part of it is um, the Optimist Club comes out and does a free pancake breakfast for the community. We'll have carnival games, spin art station, arts and crafts, a dunk tank, which our CEO will be first in line for. Oh, good news. <laughs> <laughs> and a photo booth and, and so much more. Um, we just really want to celebrate this 25th anniversary with all of our community that makes our mission possible. Well, that's a great family event. you got to get out there early and just enjoy the day. Do they still have all those water things you can slide into the kids like? And some of the parents got involved with that, too, if I remember right. Oh, absolutely. So we have a whole water zone with water guns and pools and lots of fun things. You know, we had a heat wave last weekend over 100 degrees. So if that tends to be the weather again um, next weekend, then we will be ready to cool off with that water zone. Well, I happened to uh, talk to my buddy Ed Green over at Nine News, and he's saying we're in for a heat wave and at least mid-90s through next Friday, the 22nd. So I think it might be a little warm on the 23rd for the big event. That'll be great. We'll be ready to cool everyone off with some cool treats as well as that water zone and lots of lots of fun to be had. Well, the cool treats, I believe there was a lot of ice cream, ice cream and popsicles around. All that good stuff. <laughs> See how much I know about that block party? It's a yes. good, it's a good time. So what time does it start again on the 23rd over at Anschutz? That's going to be Saturday, July 23rd at 9 a.m. is our opening ceremony. And then to follow will be the walk through campus. And then everyone can enjoy the carnival games back at the parade grounds from about 10 to 1 p.m. And there's all kinds of parking there right on the Anschutz Center. There's lots of parking. Yep, free parking. If folks want to go to our website, brentsplace.org, you can RSVP and save yourself the line um, for check-in that day, and then we'll be ready to receive you, and you will be able to um, just sort of skip the line and get right into the fun. Yeah, and I believe there's no charge. People need to know that. Am I right? Free of charge. Yeah. Free breakfast, free activities. Uh, The event is completely free. If you do want to do some fundraising if you reserve um you you have the ability to do some peer-to-peer fundraising for us ahead of the event but as far as um, any entry fees it's free and the more the merrier well monique you know my motto if it's free it's me so it's (laughs) (laughs) 
something that I, I like to share. And, and that's all coming up. And it's a great time. I highly urge families to get involved. And it looks like the weather's going to be perfect. But let's talk about some ways that maybe somebody listening now in the community wants to get involved. Support the families living at Brent's Place. What do they do? And are there background checks involved? So much has changed in the years we've gone through COVID. Yeah. You know, we took that time down that we had when we suspended the volunteer program to really rethink things and make sure that when we did bring people back, we could do that safely and we could make it an engaging opportunity for both the volunteers and our families. So we have a brand new volunteer portal. So we try to make everything very streamlined, very um, easy to find the different opportunities of how you want to lean in and help our support our mission. So, again, if you go to Brent'sPlace.org, you can click on the volunteer button and find out more about volunteering your time. Of course, we always appreciate the generosity and financial support of our community. You can also donate at that same link. Um, and then I think the other fun thing is just to get involved in our events. We have several events that happen on an annual basis. And so if you poke around on our website, princeplace.org, you can find out which event sort of suits your fancy and join us at one of those um, opportunities as well. Yeah, you guys do a lot of events throughout the year. We do. We have a, a good mix of, you know, culinary events and fitness events and, and this annual block party. So there's a, something for everyone. Are there age limits as to who can volunteer? Because I notice some of my grandkids uh, through school uh, are asked to volunteer throughout the summer, and they can find positions to volunteer, whatever the nonprofit might be. Can they do that with Brent's Place? We do have some junior volunteer opportunities um, because of the delayed um, flu season and, and those sorts of things. We do have to take a little bit more precautions with some of the younger age groups, but um, we have a individual on our team that was a volunteer starting at the age of 14 oh, wow. um, and is now on staff. So um, we definitely have a spot for those that are um, philanthropically minded and, and volunteerism as part of their family. We can definitely bring families in to volunteer together. Oh, that's good news. Check that out if you get a chance, folks. Well, Monique McCoy, who is the Vice President of External Development, thanks for coming on Mile High Magazine. Good luck next week for the Block Party event. And, folks, if you've never attended that over at the Anschutz Medical Campus, you got to get over there because it's one good time. And you'll get nice and wet on a hot day, right, Monique? It'll be great. Absolutely. It'll be so much fun. <laughs> we can't wait to celebrate this birthday with all of you. Say hi to the Ely's for me, please. Will do. Yeah. Thank you, Murphy. Thanks you, for the time. You bet. Thanks for coming on. And thanks, you guys, for listening to Mile High Magazine. I'm Murphy Houston. We'll talk to you next week.